What, what about this guy? From the Umina Bunnies, he played 338 games for the West Tigers, Premiership winner in 2005, that famous team that included Benji Marshall and the flick pass to Pat Richards. Then in 2016, I was privileged to be the Master of Ceremonies that night when Cronulla win their first ever Premiership. This man is a part of their side. Let's rise as one. A standing ovation for Chris Hyington this morning. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to the show. Good morning, boys. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, good start to the day. He's talking to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again, mate. And uh, I just want to know, firstly, what in the world are you thinking? You're taking on BJ Leilua in boxing. Yeah, it's um, it's, a, it's a tough one. Um, obviously, I, I walk down the streets here at Terrigal and everyone says the same thing. What am I doing? But I just want to challenge myself. I feel like um, people can watch and, and I can show them that, you know, go and do something and challenge yourself. You know, it's probably the biggest challenge of my life and um, hopping into boxing ring. But I've been doing it for a while now. I'm really enjoying it, um, enjoying the fitness side of it. So, um, yeah, I'll be ready for a fight on December, uh, December 10th. Mate, what, you know, I guess you've been doing, you know, this extra training and, and things like that. What was the temptation, mate? What was the attraction? What was the appeal? Because you know what? It's probably one of the hardest things to do, uh, and I've never done it myself, is to walk into a ring and take, knowing that you're up against an opponent and it's just you and him, one-on-one. There's no other teammates. There's nothing else around you. This comes down to, A, your level of guts, your commitment levels, your stupidity levels possibly <laughs> who knows but but also your skill level and the, you know the work that you've done and the training that you've done um mate what possessed you to go down this path yeah well i started Butch, i started sparring and really enjoyed it really enjoyed the rush and um the hard work and and the you know like the things you mentioned there like it's, it's tough it's, it's probably the world's toughest sport you know there's only you and another guy in there there's going to be a big crowd that's why i'm doing it i, I want to test myself um, you know, I want to show my kids, the people I train at the moment, you know, you can do anything if you put your heart and soul into it, you know. Um, doesn't matter work or sport. You know, the harder harder you work, the more luck falls your way. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to set an example for everyone. You know, there's a lot of kids out there who get affected by social media, seeing bad comments or, oh, I shouldn't go do that because like, this guy will you know, write a bad message or be negative to me. But if you can block all that out and just focus on, doing your best and being the best the best version of yourself, you should do well in whatever you do. Chris, I've followed this, but uh, are you on the undercard to a major fight that night as well? Yeah, so Gao's fighting um, the guy from Manly, the big front rower. Um, I'm not sure if I'm the undercard, the one under that, but um, I agreed to the fight. And now it's just got so much media attention. I was, I was a bit surprised. I thought I'd go a bit unnoticed and fight early, but it looks like I may be the fight before Gal's fight, yeah. So um, there'll yeah, be nerves I, I, running through the body, but it'll be good. Yeah, I, I think you've overshadowed Gal. I, I've seen more coverage of your fight against Joseph B.J. Leilua. Uh, by the way, Gal will fight Alawai, who they reckon he can really throw them. In fact, he says he could beat anyone in the NRL. So looking forward to that matchup as well. Just looking at Joseph B.J. Leilua, I think the stats between you two guys are fairly similar. You're both around 6'1", 6'2". You both weigh in just over 100 kilos. Is that where you're at at the moment? The only difference, significant oh. difference, is he's 10 years younger. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I definitely work harder. I, um, you know, I've got a really healthy lifestyle. I haven't, been, I haven't drank for over a year. I've 
I've been in the gym at 4 a.m. every morning training. So age is nothing, yeah. You know, you know when you get pigeonholed, people pigeonhole you and they don't realise how much training you've done. Um, but, yeah, Leilu, I think he'll be a lot heavier than what people... He's probably sitting at 115 at the moment. So they've told me that he'll probably fight at 110 and I'll come in at about 100 kilos. So Ooh, um, yeah. a bit of weight difference, but... Uh, um, your power drains out pretty quickly in the boxing ring. Yeah, it certainly does, mate. And look, I'm really interested to see the Gallon versus Aloya. Obviously, he's, you know, Josh has indicated that he can throw him. But what we have seen is poor Gallon is pretty handy with the gloves in his hands. Like, he's taken on some really big opponents and has not taken a backward step at all. Um, so, and he's a former teammate of yours, uh, Hino, and... Uh, mate, was there any sort of at training, any times where you and uh, Gal would go toe-to-toe sparring each other and how did you shape up? Yeah, yeah, there was a, um, we used to go to a PCYC there when I was in Cronulla and I first signed in 2013 and all the middle forwards, so all the forwards used to have to go and, and spar each other and I took on Gal a few times. I think he sort of took it on a bit more serious after that year, but um, yep. You had to take him on and tag a teasy and, and, and Matt Pryor and all the big oh. boys. But it was good. It was, it was good team building, you know. You, you um, rip into each other and then you go and get a coffee and talk about it. So, um, yeah, definitely um, that's a good standard for the season going forward. But, yeah, oh, then I watched our um, spar in Wyong not long, last year and he's a beast. And he's a boxer now. He's not yeah, a right. footy player anymore, you know. He, he was doing 10 three-minute rounds and against proper guys and, you know, I take my hat off to him. He trains extremely hard, and, and he's fought some crazy opponents, and, that's a, and he's doing you know an awesome what, job. It's a credit to Paul Gallon, right, that he's, what, 38, 39 years of age. He's as fit as any 38, 39-year-old going around, uh, hard as they come. And, and that's how he played his footy, right? He was just tough, unrelenting, and, and didn't take a backward step. And he's just applied this to... Uh, his boxing career, and what I love about it is, I know, is the fact that he just says, you know what, I'm a prize fighter. I fight for the money. Uh, and, and, you know, and you know what, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you know the other thing, some of the rugby league players that have moved into boxing, it's been a bit of a circus, but I feel like his bout against Justice Hooney, yep. who was meant to go to the Olympic Games, yeah, that brought such credibility. So he didn't back down from any credentialed fighter, did he? No, and he hasn't done yeah. that. And yeah. I know, how did you find... You know, when you when you did fight against mate, I've got to tell you, you the other name that you mentioned, Tagatisi, he, he'd be the last bloke I want to jump <laughs> in the ring with. I'm telling you right now, my goodness, how did he? Yeah, get? he was um, he was good, but he, he didn't really punch unless you punched him first. So you could sort of move around the ring and, <laughs> and nearly get away with having a row without. without I'll t- tell you what would happen if I was fighting. Got him a good one. I'll tell you what would happen yeah, if he, I was he, fighting. He, he, he didn't punch unless I punched him. I wouldn't punch him. It'd be three minutes of doing nothing. Be a pantomime. <laughs> yeah. We're live from BJ Howe's Meadowland on this Saturday morning talking to a two-time Premiership winner, Chris Hyington, out of the Minor Bunnies here on the Central Coast. Hey, Chris, one thing I love about the fight game is everyone's got a great story. And for BJ Leilua, he's spoken a lot about his mum, who's got uh, kidney dialysis, so she's going through treatment at the moment. He says he's a self-confessed mummy's boy, and uh, he's got that Samoan heritage, of course. Mm. So, you know, we're all fighting for something, whether we're in the ring or not. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I, like, you know, I, I like it because I enjoy it. I want to show people how to do it, and hopefully I can show them, you know, to go and attack something they want to do. But, yeah, Joe, like on Joey, I, you know, I think he's a great footy player. Hopefully he can get a, 
another contract somewhere because he's an entertainer. He's a great player when he's on. He plays really well and he's been nothing but respectful to me at the press conferences. So I've got no bad blood. I'm not here to promote any fight. We're going to go well, out you know there what? and have a go. I want to hear some, I want to hear some trash talk, mate. I'll call him a mummy's boy or something. Mickey boy, that's not my way, mate. I'm... I'm um, I'm no trash talker, man. I, I respect him for hopping in the ring first and foremost. Yep. Um, come December 10th, we'll get it on. Uh, I'm glad you will get it on. We'll get it on. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned about him as a footy player because I think he gave one of the best balls of, I think it might have been last year before we went into COVID. It was a short side play at Leichhardt Oval, and he slipped a ball around the corner somehow. Might have been against the Raiders. Yeah. How good was the combination, Leilua, Rapana, yeah. right down in Canberra? They're almost unstoppable at various stages. And unfortunately, I think for BJ Leilua, it's probably been, um, oh, look, a bit of his career where he can be absolutely brilliant, but he's also appears to have that lazy side in him, right? You know who he needs? He needs someone like Wayne Bennett. Like, there's a lot of talk in yes. the media at the moment about Madge Maguire and a fallout between the two. If he had someone like Wayne Bennett who backed him to the hilt and kind of curbed just a few, because he's sometimes erratic, is that fair to say? Yeah, well, uh, no doubt about it. And when his brother plays, the two of them, like, it, it's a recipe for <laughs> disaster. Mate, what it is is nitro and glycerin. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, hi now, mate, the West Tigers. Uh, Tim Sheens is back at the helm uh, as the director of football. Uh, and I believe Benji Marshall is, uh, is going to be back at the club uh, in some sort of admin uh, ambassador type uh, role, which I think is a real positive. It appears they're going back. Mate, is there a role for Chris Heinington there at some stage? Oh, maybe one day. I'm a level two strength and conditioning coach now, so um, yep. I want to get into the footy eventually, but I'm enjoying doing my um, CHSP footy clinic as well at the moment. Yep helping young kids try and um, go well at their sport. But, yeah, Sheenzy and Benji, great great addition to the Tigers. Benji's going on as, I think, um, junior development, so he'll bring all the young halves through um, yeah. through the system. And then, yeah, obviously Sheenzy's an amazing attacking coach. Obviously, them hey. years he had at the Tigers were, were yeah. outstanding. Hey. So hopefully he can bring a bit of that back to the Tigers. Chris Hyington, thanks for staying with us, mate. And... What do you do between now and the fight? I mean, what are we, November 13th? So you've got roughly a month. What does the time frame look like for you in terms of preparation? And I've got another key question. Will you run through your minor or Terrigal Rocky, <laughs> Rocky style with hundreds behind you? Up the skillion. If I win, I'll probably make it up the skillion. No, just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, excited. Um, yeah, so a month out, like you mentioned. So I've done a lot of sparring uh, yesterday and this morning. So I'm um, just out there at Gosford, complete boxing. They've got some real good fighters. So I've been sparring some guys, um, doing heaps of rounds, getting to them pretty well. So um, pretty tired right now. But yeah, I'll do the. Now no one wants to see me running through the streets, mate. Um, oh, mate. I'm running, I'm running early when everyone's still asleep. Oh, I start running early so no one can see me. But. Um, are, yeah, the butch are, 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 are the butcher shops in trouble? Are the butcher shops in trouble? Are we going to see you Rocky style hitting the big side of beef? Yeah, someone actually, meant, one of my mates mentioned me to that the other day, go in there and hit the carcass in the ribs and that, but um, hey. I haven't I haven't been there. I'm not sure if there's one around. There might be one in Gosford somewhere. Yeah. 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 That is a great idea. Great idea. But you know what? You put a photo for MBN of, TV. of BJ Leilua. 
on the piece of meat, and then you just start <laughs> punching. Oh, oh yeah, Rocky and Paulie. I mean, <laughs> I'll be Paulie, okay, and and yeah, Steve, will be be Steve will be Adrian. Steve will be Adrian. Hey mate, I just want to touch on uh, your training and what you've been doing there. You've, you know, you've got a sports program, uh, you know, that focuses on the the young kids and, and trying to bring them through rugby league wise. I also know that you're doing a lot of training with the uh, the surfers and a lot of the emerging surfers. Are you still going down that path? Is that something that you've uh, still been doing? And you know, name some of the guys that you've been working with over the last few years. Yeah, my surfing. So I've got a little uh, studio gym, and I train the like face bucket. He was just on tour. Molly Pickland, she's overseas at the moment um, in the Challenger Series. So she's mm-hmm. coming eight. She's got to finish six to qualify and go on the, the World to- Girls Tour. Um, she's got one more comp, so she's got to get a good result. Um, but she's only 18, so if she misses out, she can work hard and get it the following year. But, um, yeah, she's a good um, local girl from Shelley Beach and, yep. yeah, legend legend person. So, yeah, and I work with a few other young kids um, coming through. And then, like you mentioned, I do footy clinics in the afternoon. Um, all age groups from five all the way up to 17 um, and all different sort of talents but we all sort of fit in and create like a team environment it's really fun and, and then they go on to their, their season hopefully you know feeling fit and strong and, and you know good good agility across the field and getting good feedback really enjoying it it rained last week so we took him to the gym and, and got him in the gym but uh, yeah it's a, it's a Real buzz when you see some one of the kids really get more confidence going home or more confidence at school or playing on the footy field. Chris, uh, any NRL player will tell you that what they do next, you know, that's a really difficult decision, mm. a really challenging decision for a lot of players. Was this a pathway you always wanted to head down? Yeah, so I was, I was probably lucky. I just sort of banged out 100 games without doing too much. Um, and, you know, if I've got a career ending injury you know might not have had nothing to go into but then I started doing me level three and four in fitness then I went and did me level two strength and conditioning I did a business course but I was in the game for so long that I could manage to do that so I recommend to any player to get in early start it start something straight away because the NRL really chip in and help you you know the NRL get bagged at times but they really help you with your career transition you know um into the real world you know like you it's different, like, um, it's not, you know, t- someone telling you what to do every day, you've got to come up with, you know, your own planning, you know, where you've got to be. But when you're playing footy, you get a given to you. What shirt to wear, where you're at, when, when's gym, when's lunch. So just trying to transition into the real world. Um, and there's a lot of good courses, like I mentioned, the NRL put you through to, to make sure you're okay. Yeah, that's amazing to hear you did the business course as well to really back up where you're heading. Uh, you know, and most players, Buttes, they don't play too many games. Like, Paulie Paulie's name came up this week because he signed with the York City Knights mm. where Brendan O'Hagan is playing. Now, Paulie Paulie, if you look at his stats, in the end he didn't even play 50 games in the NRL before he's gone overseas. I think he's spent time at Parramatta and then at the Newcastle Knights. So you're heading off to the UK without even 50 games under your belt. Yeah. And that's... That's most players. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I think the average is about, you know, two and a half seasons. And, you know, Chris was one of those fortunate ones who, and, and you know, through hard work and effort and all those things and, and maybe a little bit of luck, who knows. But either way, this guy played over 300-odd first-grade games, which is absolutely phenomenal. What I do love is, uh, Heino, with what you're doing with these young kids in terms of their development programs and, 
um, these extracurricular activities that they're doing outside of what they do with their normal training. This is something that I believe has probably been missing in rugby league for a long, long time. And, you know, I know my kids are involved in soccer and there's a lot of these different academy-type programs set up. But to have someone of Chris Heinington's calibre, you know, offering these kids an insight uh, and that specialised training is absolutely brilliant. I think it's a great opportunity not only for kids on the Central Coast here, but, you know, something, Chris, that I think they could be taken to other areas um, as you look to expand and, and what have you, because I think there's a real need and demand. And, and let's not kid ourselves. When you look at a rugby league career now, it is a genuine career path. And we were talking earlier, Steve, about Reed Marnie, $600,000. That's a lot of money. So there's no reason why you couldn't invest that money in your child at a young age to give them that opportunity. Chris, just your thoughts about spreading that, uh, spreading it out amongst not only the Central Coast kids but possibly other parts of the uh, Sydney and uh, Newcastle areas? Yeah, it's definitely some we've looked at. We've had uh, communication with other areas and other footy teams, local footy teams, and we're trying to sort of, you know, COVID sort of settled, but I had a few... Um, areas I was going to go to in the bush as well and, and train their whole club um, mm. over the weekend. But um, obviously, you know, COVID slowed it up a bit. But like you mentioned, I, Jack Bird, he's a, he come through that sort of system now. He's in at Manly playing SG ball. And, um, you know, that's what gets me excited. And then I've got Jacob Davis, who travelled from Maitland to the Central Coast to train with me now. He just signed, you know, the Parramatta Eels. So that's why yeah. I do it. I like seeing someone you know, moving on and being successful, you know, and living their dream to a degree, you know, like, you know, this is what they want to do, like you mentioned, Mick, like, um, you know, they want to be full-time rugby league players, so, you know, if I can help them in any way, I really, really enjoy doing it and love seeing them going to the next step. Hey, Chris, uh, we've taken up enough of your precious time, but can I just uh, paint a picture for you? We're live at BJ Howes on this Saturday morning, and the guy alongside me, uh, you know, it's it's fairly sunny here, so I grabbed a couple of hats yeah. out of the car. He's wearing a Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs hat. Michael Butner. Gee, I wish you had a go on there to blow the whites. It doesn't sit well with me right now. It doesn't sit well. But <laughs> I love. it would have been a club that I would have loved to have played for. God knows I played for most of them. So it was yeah, one of the very few clubs I didn't play for. Hey, how about a standing up oh, for Chris Hyington on this uh, Saturday morning? First cab off the rank, and uh, good luck in the fight against BJ Leilua. Thanks, boys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your support. We'll see you at the butcher shop. We'll run it up the skill. You know, either yeah. way, mate, you'll be there. Yeah. Our people at MBM will talk to your people, and we'll we'll make that happen.